Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Hey, I'm Sarah. When planning our home birth, my husband Matthew and I were really frustrated by the lack of empowering and honest home birth resources. So we created this podcast to start a new conversation for moms and families like us. This is Doing It at Home. Hey everyone, welcome to the Doing It at Home podcast. Today's episode is part one of an interview with Katie McGrath. Now, Katie is at this stage about 38 and a half weeks pregnant, expecting her first baby and planning for a home birth. This episode is really awesome because we get a surprise guest, Katie's husband, Chris. So this is actually the first time on the podcast that we have heard directly from a home birth dad, and that's so awesome. So the four of us, myself, Matthew, Katie, and Chris get to sit down and talk about their planning process, how they decided on home birth. They have been listeners of the show basically since we started. So that was really cool to share some things about things we've had on the show and, you know, just hear their response and how the show has been an amazing resource for them for which we are so grateful. And there's a lot that you can pull from Katie and Chris's experience. One, they're an amazing couple. They're so sweet sweet and cute and connected. And Chris is an amazing support and is showing up so powerfully for his wife throughout this whole experience and plans to be and is so much a part of the process. You know, they share some of the feedback they've gotten from friends and family when they shared they were doing a home birth. And we talk a little bit about what they're planning and what they're envisioning for birthday. So this is a couple that we are so excited to know, honored to have on the show and um, listen in on their part one. What's up, Katie? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm fabulous. Thank you. Hey, Katie. We are super pumped to be talking to you. And so thank you so much for joining us on the Doing It at Home podcast. Definitely. I'm very excited. And um, actually, I am able to have my husband, Chris, sit in on this conversation as well. Yeah, that's so cool. Mm -hmm. What's up, Chris? How are you? Fantastic. Chris, Good. you win the award for the first dad yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is so great. Oh uh, yeah, we're we're yeah. excited now. We're gonna. Uh, I'm I'm excited about getting your perspective and hearing your thoughts and process and all of that, Chris. So it's gonna be fun. Absolutely. Yeah. So any moms that are or families that are listening right now, you can pause this, go grab your husband, and pull him <laughs> in because uh, now there's an added perspective. So. Yeah, I listen all the time. <laughs> Say that again, Chris. I say I listen all the time. Oh, that's awesome. All right. 
Very All right, good, very this cool. is going to be great. This All right, so kick it off. Okay, so just tell us a little bit about you guys, you know, where you're from, what you're up to, um, what's going on right now in your world. I understand there's something pretty big going on. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, we're expecting our first child um, about 38-ish weeks. I'll be 39 weeks Friday, so it's kind of flying by, um, coming up close. Uh, we live in the Boston area in Massachusetts. Um and yeah, we're planning a home birth. So that's been an interesting ride, definitely. Um, really, really excited, really um, just, you know, kind of trusting in the process and just, um, yeah, I guess waiting to see what, it's been a good lesson on, um, you know, I'm such a planner and, mm-hmm. you know, you can't really plan any of this. So it's been interesting to just kind of be in this funny limbo land for a little while um yeah. waiting yeah. on the baby's guest date and everything so yeah release that control and just kind of surrender to what is and what will be <laughs> absolutely yeah wow so at this point like you said you're in that limbo state so i imagine you've got all the the supplies and your home is prepared and all of that and you you really are just sort of waiting for a baby to to come when when they feel it's time Exactly, exactly. And I we had just listened to an episode that you guys did um, recently, like when you guys were in that same kind of um, stage and yeah. how it, it still resonated with us, like, okay, everything, there's really nothing else to do. Like we have, you know, the car seat installed and the <laughs> nursery ready and supplies and, you know, so it's kind of like we're just keeping busy and um, it's a, it is an interesting place to be in, I think. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. It really is. And it's it's so unique. I mean, it was, it's not something that I ever heard of um, before becoming pregnant. And it, it just, there's nothing like it, you know, mm-hmm. and especially baby number one. So you guys yeah, are in a yeah. very special, special time right now. Where you can just hang out and watch Harry Potter a lot, right? <laughs> exactly. Definitely. Yes. <laughs> yep. Kind of working on the movies that we were like, you know, want to just sit and hang out and and do that. Yeah, I love to cook, so I I've found new recipes to kind of pack our freezer full. <laughs> yeah. So when we don't feel like cooking, you know, I just grab those. Yeah. What a great man. Uh, yeah, that's that's awesome. That's very smart. You're winning my heart more and more by the minute, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So it's kind of awesome that mm-hmm. um, he loves to cook so much. I'm I I, I definitely encourage that. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So, okay, so home birth, how did you come to that decision? You know, you you mentioned before that you kind of knew it would be home birth from the start. What went into that and what was your guys' process? Um, I, it's really funny because if I think if you asked either of us, like, you know, a few years back when we were, you know, first dating and all that stuff and, um, you know, I always just figured when we had kids, it would totally be like the traditional hospital mm. epidural setting. I don't know, just that's what I – that's what we knew from media, I guess, and yeah. family and friends and all that. Um, and then I think just as things, you know, we got married and as things got more serious and we knew we wanted kids, I kind of started to, I'm kind of like a, not a research person, but I like to get a lot of information um, about something before it happens. So I kind of became a little bit of a birth nerd um, and just listened to some stories of women who had like unmedicated births and more natural birth in the hospital. And then um, we, as I'm sure a lot of people I've heard on your podcast already mentioned um, the business of being born. Mm -hmm. Um, We watched a documentary on Netflix and, um, you know, I just had Chris watch it with me. I'm like, you know, I know we're not, you know, (laughs) at that time yet, but um, this is really super interesting. So I think, you know, I don't want to speak for you, but I think that kind of sold Chris right away. Yeah. Um, And then once we did get pregnant, um, we, just searched local midwives in the area and found an amazing, amazing midwife um, who specializes in home birth. And, you know, it was definitely for me a process of like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm having a baby at home. This is crazy. Like, you know, I think I, I had some days where I definitely was like, never mind. Like, <laughs> I think this is crazy. I think I need to go to the hospital. Like, you know, this is, this is nuts. And, um, but, you know, the more I just, trusted in it and the more I you know thought about it and we worked with our midwife and honestly I will say I don't know if many women have this experience but I think Chris was more just trusting in the process he's very just kind of I have a little bit more like anxieties and fears about things sometimes but he just kind of went with it and was like no this is totally like what your body's supposed to do and this this is I feel like this is just best for us and you know like hospitals I think make it make us both a little bit nervous and um you know, the fact that I could be delivering my baby with someone who I had never met before was kind of like a turnoff for me. Mm. Um, you know, knowing that we could build a relationship with somebody and know who was going to be on our birth team and everything was, um, that was just appealing to me. And just being in my, our own space and um, the more I thought about it, like, we, you know, we love our house, we love being at home. So, you know, just being able to welcome our baby in that kind of atmosphere was just really something that appealed to both of us, I think. Yeah, it was really important for me to know that she could labor and birth on her own terms mm. and to be comfortable and to be able to um, control every aspect of her labor and to know that she was safe too. I mean, that that's definitely uh, something that is important to me. I, you know, starting out, I, I don't, I didn't really think of this as an option. As soon as we watched this so being born, I, I knew that that was something that appealed to, both of us what was it about watching that documentary that um sort of flipped the switch for you chris i think it just really opened my eyes to that aspect like i said i I didn't really think of it as an option it was just something that like crazy hippies did out in the woods (laughs) but it's it's real life and it's becoming more um popular I, i i suppose because um people can control um 
what they, you know, give their baby and, and, mm-hmm. you know, this little life that's coming into the world for the first time is doesn't, you know, we don't want it to be overexposed by, um, by other people's decisions and, and, and opinions and all that. Wow. Hmm. So what sort of reaction and response have you all received from friends and family as you started letting them know that you were choosing to do a home birth? Unique. Yeah, Ooh. unique is a good word. Um, <laughs> actually, to be honest, we, I was pleasantly surprised, I guess, that mm. um, at least the people that I really cared about their opinions, you know, some people I, you know, you know you're like, okay, well, your, your opinion doesn't really matter to me. Yeah. But, you know, our parents, I was a little nervous definitely telling them my, my parents are, you know, my mom had hospital births. Um, she did have natural births, um, but in the hospital and, and a little while ago, and um, I was a little nervous about how she would feel, and my dad as well. Um, but they were, you know, they they definitely had their reservations. My mom's actually going to be at the birth with us, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but she definitely, my mom and dad both had some reservations and were like, okay, well, why are you, cho- you know, choosing this? But once we sat them down and talked to them and we brought them to a couple appointments so they could talk to our midwife and, hmm. you know, they were just, they've always been super supportive. There was never like a, you know, we don't want you to do this. It was more of like, okay, we'll explain it and, you know, why. And um, I think same for Chris's parents, um, yeah. you know, like a little bit of reservation and not really sure, you know, I guess not unexpected. Um, and then, um, the more we talked about it and the more they're just there, everyone, we're really lucky. We have a lot of open-minded people in our lives. Mm. Um, but definitely like people outside of our families, um, like at work, I'm a teacher and a lot of my, you know, I work with mostly women who have, you know, a lot of them have kids and a lot of them have had, um, the traditional hospital, you know, birth. So, um, I kind of told a couple people and then (laughs) made the decision that I won't tell anyone else. (laughs) Um, Because their reactions were, um, you know, you're what? You're crazy. I can't believe you're doing that. That, you know, just those comments that you got that you're like, oh, well, that kind of sucks. Like, yeah. it kind of brings you down. Um, so, you know, I think it'll be just one of those, well, you know, a couple people have asked me, like, oh, yeah, did, so did you, you know, tour the hospital and stuff? And I just kind of lie. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just, just to kind of avoid it. I mean, I'm not really the type that, like Chris loves to tell uh, everybody. I confront it head on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no fear. I, I really love that about him. Like he just, you know, he's like, "Oh yeah, we're having home birth." And, I want the reaction. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is great. I think I'm more just like, you know, I don't want to deal with it. I'm just like, I want to avoid the, you know, the the judgment and the questioning. So you know, but we have a little bit of different um, approaches about it that way. But I, I mean, I totally love. Like I wish I could, you know, have his. He's got this just like, yep, we're having a home birth. Bring it on. What are you going to ask? What are you going to say? But yeah, it's been unique. I think that's a good way to put it. Definitely. There's been, um, I think the people that love us and support us and, um, you know, that we care about have been great about it, which is awesome. Um, And then definitely some more like friends and acquaintances have been more like, okay, you're crazy. And, you know, you're definitely going to change your mind. I think one of the comments was, um, what did someone say to you at my shower? Um, well, I mean, she just went about it and said, oh, well, don't worry. The next time she'll have a C-section. Yeah. And it, it kind of um, <laughs> took me back a little bit. Uh, I didn't really understood what she meant. And she had had her just had for her first kid. So but I was like, no, we, we can do this. Huh. We, this. You know, 
she's powerful and she's strong. She like that, you know, you're, I think someone said to you that, um, you're, you're crazy for, for not going to the hospital. I said, you're, you're brave right. for not going to the hospital. And mm. you, you said, no, you're brave for, right. for going to the hospital. Mm. Wow. Right. Um, wow. Wow. Yeah. So interesting. I mean, it's, non-traditional that I think people hear it and they're like what like mm-hmm. what are you doing mm-hmm. you know I think because I think you know Chris doesn't let that stuff get to him but I I can and you know it, it gives me it brings up some doubts like okay I'm are they right am I crazy you know but at the end of the day when we you know lay down to go to bed kind of thing like we know that we've made the best decision for us and that yes it might not you know I'm t- I'm a total believer in like you know you should birth your baby if, if you want to be in the hospital like if you want it should just be about choices Absolutely. And for us, yeah. our, you know, at home. So, um, you know, I know that that is the best decision for us personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think you fully strongly believe, or we both strongly believe in birth is birth. And if that's your choice to go to the hospital. That's great. And we may very well end up there. We're not sure yet. You know, that's yet to be determined, but, um, this is our choice and, and this is something that we want to do and we feel that is best for our baby. Mm-hmm. And I think there's the the difference in the folks that you were saying, you know, the ones that really matter, the people who, who know you best and love you the most, like even if there was some uncertainty or confusion or maybe even a little resistance, that was like slowly dissolved by learning more, right? And learning more about why you're making the decision. And, and it, I believe it comes from this genuine um, desire to do well for people and to care and that's just how we express it and then for those that maybe had less than powerful responses that stayed that way I think it's from a lack of understanding but then also and I you know this may not be the case for every single person I think there's some projection and judgment on how people make their own birth decisions and maybe they felt slighted in theirs or they didn't take the time to go through the options and so I think they feel guilty and angry about that and so then here you are kind of shining a light on that. And I think that's frustrating for people. I totally agree with that. Um, I think that um, I have felt like you can almost see it in people's faces. Like it almost seems like they, you know, feel bad about the fact that like, like, I think, I think you guys had said in a podcast once, like, you know, people say like, Oh, you're, you know, why are you like being a martyr or something? Mm. Like, you know, you know, I don't know. I just, I think that's totally part of it that people kind of feel like it's reflecting back on them or something or that I'm judging them for their right. choice. Right. Yeah. Which is totally safe, but you know, I think that that's definitely part of it. Mm. Wow. So, um, what, what have you, what's your prenatal care process and preparation been like, you know, you've been able to build this relationship. Like you said, that was a really big um, thing for you with, with your midwives and what, what's going on with that or how's the journey been? It's been amazing. I mean, honestly, like I, I mean, I've, we've been really lucky. My pregnancy has been, um, you know, pretty easy, pretty, um, I felt really great. I mean, I've taken really good care of myself. Um, and so I've been really lucky in that aspect. And then our midwife, like we said, has been just amazing and, Mm. What I really like about it is, like, you know, Chris comes to appointments and she asks about him and, like, you know, with both of us, it's not, I mean, yes, you know, I'm the mother and I'm carrying this child, but, you know, Chris and I have a really strong relationship and it was really important to both of us that he was involved in that and not just like a, 
you know, we weren't treated like just kind of like a number or something. Like I've heard women talk about, you know, waiting at the doctor's office for like two hours and then their appointment is like 10 minutes. And it just, I'm like, it baffles me. I'm like, oh my gosh, are my, our appointments are like an hour. And we talk about, you know, like feelings and frustrations and sex and, you know, nutrition and all like everything. And, um, so it's been an awesome, awesome experience for us. Um, like, you know, we really lucked out. We clicked with our midwife right away. Um, and it's just like a really exciting, I mean, emotionally, it's just so exciting and, um, you know, just planning out the birth and envisioning it at home with all the things that we want is really cool, I think. Um, and I think it just brought both of us really closer together. Um, mm. You know, Chris has been a really huge support person for me. I mean, he always has been, but especially now. And so it's given me a lot of confidence for the birth, the actual birth, and just knowing that, like, you know, even if I have some times when it's going to be really hard, like knowing that Chris is going to be there and he's been through it, you know, the whole thing with me is really awesome. Hmm. How, how did you guys find your midwife? Um, good old fashioned internet, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, we just kind of, when we were interested, I was like, I wonder if there's anyone around here who does that. Mm. Um, Googled like, you know, our area and then home birth midwife or, you know, and there actually were a couple. Um, and we just met with her as like a consultation and just, she immediately made us feel at ease. Uh, you know, just the type of person you would want to have as your care provider, you know, yeah. just, just yeah. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply very just hands-off kind of natural approach to things made me feel really comfortable. Cause like I said, you know, I started off like a little bit like, Oh my God, is this like, are we crazy? You know? Um, and she was just very reassuring and you know, she's just funny. She's real, you know, we swear and <laughs> like, <laughs> so uh, that was important to us. That's awesome. And, and Chris, why, why has it been important for you to be present at all of the midwife appointments or as many as you can? Well, I, I feel like I really wanted to go through this with Katie. I mean, it's our child as much as she's carrying them. And, and we say they. <laughs> yeah. We don't know the sex of the baby, so. Cool. Oh, they. cool. I was going to ask you guys that later on. That's awesome. Yeah. No, it's a surprise. So, um, so you know, she's carrying the baby and, and going to be laboring. But I think it's important for me to be a part of it. Um, because, you know, it's, it's my baby as, as much as hers as well. And, um, you know, I, I, I want to care for Katie as well. I want to be, be able to, um, know that she's being taken care of and, 
and uh, I'm very much of a nurturer, so I, I, I want to, I feel it's important to um, be by our side every step of the way. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. I love that I, so much. That resonates with me, man. That's exactly how I felt. Mm-hmm. Right on. Yeah, and this, I love how you mentioned, you know, you, you both made baby, you know, like you, you're <laughs> part of the process. You know, Matthew jokes yeah. with me when, when he's doing stuff with Maya that's a little bit more, um, what do we say, bold than, than I would do, like playing with her and stuff. I said, oh, I don't know. And he looks at me, he's like, half of her is mine. I can do what I want. <laughs> very right. true, very true. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's not so much that, you know, dad wakes out in the waiting room and mm. up a cigar and yep. celebrate by himself anymore. It's, it's, it's a team effort. It's together. Mm. And I really fully believe in that. Mm. That comes from a really strong place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about the team and, and game day, so to speak. What um, I know you mentioned, Katie, that your mom will be there, but who else do you plan on having there? Or what are some of the plans and visions you have for the day? Um, yep. So my, so we're going to have my mom and my sister there. Um, and we, um, just like you guys, I know we've listened to that episode as well. Um, you know, how we were really mindful about who we wanted there and why and what their different roles would be. Um, so, you know, I think my mom and sister have been just really great, um, support people for me and Chris. Um, Chris is really close with my family. Um, and they're, they're pretty local. They're, you know, down the street pretty much. Um, so we just knew that they would, you know, put our needs first and mm-hmm. what we needed and not, you know, I guess put forth any of their own kind of feelings or not, you know, not really things, but, you know, just kind of do what we needed them to do, mm-hmm. which was really important to us. Um, and I think it's just really special to have that kind of, we had our home visit the other day with our midwife and her assistant and it was just really cool. My mom and sister were there and we just sat around drinking tea and like talking about, you know, birth stories and it was just this cool like matriarch of women and mm. um you know and Chris too of course <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was it was cool um so that's you know important I think we wanted people there that um you know would have that great energy and um just want to be here to welcome our baby with love and um things like that so yeah and then um I think as far as game day goes we just like like I said, I, I'm trying not to, like, have a too strong a vision in my head because then I'll kind of get maybe stuck on that and it might totally go a different way. Gotcha. So, but we have, you know, we have this pretty sweet jacuzzi tub in our um, in our bathroom. Mm. So we have, you know, we plan to definitely use water. I, I, I think I'm a big water gives me comfort kind of um we have some awesome birth affirmations that we had friends and family members make for us. Um, oh, cool. which is, yeah, we, you know, we, I read a lot about like having birth affirmations up, but, um, I really wanted them to kind of be like personal. And, um, so we had like my little four, you know, four year old niece made one for us mm. and, you know, some friends and family, just, just very encouraging words. Um, you know, you can do this, you're strong. Um, you know, your body was made for this, things like that, that we have already hanging up now. So I can kind of look at them as, as it leads closer to the birth. And that's been helpful. Um, but just, you know, like soft lighting, we get some birth playlists. We have, we have a soothing one and a pump up one. Depending yes. On. yes. <laughs> so we got some like, you know, ACDC on one and like Nora Jones on another. That's so. awesome. 
Yeah. So um, I think it's just nice to have those options. We have like food and, you know, our dog will be here and she's like a source of comfort for me as well. And um, just kind of, you know, like Chris said earlier, like our terms, like kind of the things we want to happen. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's super, super cool. So the tub is in your master bathroom. So that's yeah. ideally, would would you like to be in the tub for, for, uh, for birthing out baby? Would you like to be on the bed? I don't know. I mean, I, that's, I think. Should let it flow. I think let it, yeah, let it flow. I mean, yeah. I would, I'm definitely open to a water birth, definitely open to, I think it's, you know, my sister asked me today, she's like, where do you think you're going to labor? And I just kind of said, wherever the baby tells me, I guess, you mm-hmm. know, wherever my body kind of tells me that, that I, I, um, should be. So, I mean, we're open to anything. And I think that, like I said, it's been a, a tough lesson for me, I think, cause I am, like I said, to plan out everything, especially like as a teacher and just, mm. you know, just I'm kind of like, okay, well it is what it is and we'll see what happens. And, um, you know, which I think is good, just a good practice for parenting too. I'm sure you guys have <laughs> found that. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whole other podcast. We're not even ready to tackle that yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. Gosh, it's so, I'm so excited to talk to you after baby is here and to just hear how some of this has shifted for you or any of it at all, you know, the, the release and the kind of surrender to it all. I'm just so excited to hear the perspective and like what sort of transformation you experience. Cause I know you're, you're going to, it's both of you. Um, and so, so thrilled for that. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's an exciting time. It's definitely emotional. Um, you know, my my um, brother's birthday is March 11th, and my brother passed away about 11 years ago. And so it's it, we always say like, I think he had some sort of hand in having the baby's birthday be you know kind of around his, and it's just yeah. kind of one of those. You know, I totally feel like he's going to be here, and you know, part of that. I don't know. Like, I'm, I don't know about you guys, but we're we're believers in kind of those signs from people that have passed on and it's just kind of a magical like emotional crazy time as you guys you know have talked about before too it's just like all these feelings kind of in one so yeah I um that resonates with me a lot I the the synchronicities that you're talking about I'm I'm totally um tuned into that and believe in that and um Maya was born September 11th and my stepdad's birthday um, September 10th and he passed away five years ago. And so I actually mm-hmm. went into labor, you know, the evening of his birthday and I, I totally get that, you know, yeah, feeling. Yeah, definitely. And then isn't I the think that- 12th something also as well? Yeah. And then the 12th was my grandmother's birthday and yeah. she passed away when I was younger. So she's, Maya is, is sandwiched right in between these two oh, really wow. important people in my life, their birthdays. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, that is really cool. That's, you know, that's, it is, I think, amazing. I, I totally believe in that. And, and times when I've had, you know, a little bit of doubt or a little bit of, you know, fear, I always think like, you know, my brother will be watching over me and, you know, so things like that. So, um, yeah, it's, we're definitely excited to be able to talk to you guys after and tell you, tell you guys how everything's been going. I mean, I have to say like, you know, I know you guys say in your intro that, you know, you were frustrated with kind of the lack of uh, material out there and this podcast has just been so helpful for us I mean Chris too it, there's not yeah. I, we really like the dad aspect too just because a lot of it can be mom focused and 
women focused, um, you know, understandably so, but, um, Mm -hmm. it's, have, you know, you guys as a team and listen to just how real you guys are. And, you know, that's just, I think what's great about the podcast and it's just, you know, it's, 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 a, it's been a great resource. Thank uh, you. Yeah. Thank We've you for that. Receive that humbly. Yeah. That's, um, that's awesome. Um, and we will be talking to you afterwards. So Chris, I've loved having you here. I know life will be a lot different when baby's here, but if someone could just come over for like half an hour and hold baby so we can get both of you again, that would yeah. be amazing. <laughs> cool. Cool. Um, please keep in touch. Um, and oh, I'm just so, I'm so excited. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, before we wrap up, I, I just want to, um, I don't know. You guys, you guys are rock stars. You know, we we don't know you too well. We've we've only had this brief conversation in, in a short period of time before we hopped on the phone. But um, everything that you guys have said has has just resonated with both Sarah and I. And it is very clear that you guys are a team, and that you know you are you you have experienced this pregnancy together, and that you've prepared together, and you complement each other really well. And and um, Chris just you know, being a badass when it comes to, <laughs> to folks talking, you know, bringing their fears and judgments and all that. And you're just not letting it, letting it in there. And it's all, it's all love and it's all natural. And uh, I just get such awesome vibes from both of you. And um, you guys are going to have a beautiful, beautiful birth. And we are, Sarah and I are very excited um, and honored that you would come on the podcast before because you you know we've been in this this limbo stage and it's very very interesting the in between and uh, we know that you have a thousand things going through your head and so the fact that you'd share thirty minutes with us means a whole lot and um, we're both excited for for you and and baby and now we're invested in learning if it's going to be a baby boy or baby girl yes we need to know yeah <laughs> <laughs> anybody's guess I have no clue at all at this point so <laughs> what color is your nursery. Uh, it's just a gray, kind of like pretty, like pretty neutral grays and like some blues, I guess, green yeah. and blues. Yeah. It, Love it. That sounds exactly yeah. like Maya's we, we nursery. We are, we are neutral. Really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was, we and we knew Maya was gonna be a girl, but we we set it up pretty neutral. We didn't want like big bright pinks or right. any of that. Exactly. Exactly. Well, no, thank you for having us. I mean, we were honored to be able to you know have this conversation, open up you know some conversation for other home births. Uh, families because mm-hmm. it's just so important there, there isn't too much out there I mean I think there's getting to be more but it's just nice to do that so we were we were pumped to have to be on and yep. um, ironically enough Chris has a Superman t-shirt on and he's <laughs> 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 been Superman this pregnancy so um, but yeah thank you guys so much for having us thank you uh, you guys are super welcome and thank you for coming on and we look forward to our next conversation Definitely. Thanks, guys. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.